0: Welcome adventurers to the podcast that goes through everything gaming with your hosts Benji and Donchap wherever you're listening in get ready to shuffle those cards roll the dice and count your victory points because this is play up and chat Welcome to the first episode of Play Up and Chat. It's very exciting for us. I'm with my co-host here, Don. Yay, everybody. And with me as well, we have Magic Man. Hey everybody, that's me. You heard me say hi at the beginning, so let's... Uh, this is, I, I, I need to get used to this. Yeah, topic. you need to <laughs> get used to <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so our first
1: topic today is going to be physical versus digital board game. And the reason why we picked this topic first is simply because we're going through the pandemic.
0: Yeah, right now with all these social distancing rules and regulations in place, with countries going into lockdown left, right and center, we thought it was a good idea to look at what kind of games, sort of the pros and cons of playing online or in person yeah exactly so basically
1: we have a list of topics a list of ways how to access these things and how to go about them i I really want to go through that too yeah let's let's dive right in, dude. all right before we do that the way to support us personally is either to follow and subscribe on our social pages
0: yeah so you'll find us on tiktok on youtube on instagram and and on patreon on patreon
1: as well that's awesome every one cent counts well in this case one euro (laughs) i (laughs) guess every little bit counts it would actually help us to improve our podcast. Yeah, for sure. Let's get straight into it. So about digitals and physicals, which one do you want to tackle first?
0: I really want to get into digital, actually, because you and I both have a large library of physical board games. That's true. And um, I speak for myself that my digital board game library is so small compared to the physical one. yes same here uh
1: the thing is this the way to access digital board games is through either websites or through applications themselves uh one of the famous ones that has really done a big mark lately has been tabletopia and the board game arena simply because the majority of them are for free
0: oh yeah for sure i'm not really really let's say turned on by some of the user interfaces of these guys i mean they're not as easy As, you know, setting up your physical board games. And I think that's one thing that puts me off. I'm not sure about you.
1: The thing is this. When it comes to uh, Tabletopia in specific, right? um, You have this big problem where the AI is not there. So a lot of the mechanics are built into it. The rulings are there. Uh, You have access to the rule books if it's the first time playing the game. However, when it comes to the graphic user interface part, it still lacks a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I really know my experience from a couple of games that I got on Steam, actually, which is another one of these portals where you can find digital board games I recently uh, we both recently got the Game of Thrones board game oh that was so much fun <laughs> it is so I'm, much fun I've been meaning
1: to touch that as a physical board game ever since I bought it never got the chance to get a play group to actually sit down and play it
0: yeah that's the funny thing uh, getting people together to play the game sometimes is, is a difficult part which could be actually one of the pros of uh, uh, online games you know because you can just plug in and play the difference between getting a game from like a uh, place
1: like Steam or your mobile app store right is the fact that you have to for the most part you have to pay or purchase the game Mm -hmm. right it's not as expensive as buying the physical board game
0: at the very least oh definitely not i mean some of these games run up 80 100 150 euros you know even the collectible ones
1: yeah definitely and the thing is this in relation to steam or the mobile app store it's just going to cost you between three to about 15 euros which is,
0: is pretty good if you ask me i mean
1: yeah decently enough so, what we have here is Steam, when you actually purchase the board game that is there. So, I'm talking about stuff like Pandemic. Uh, we mentioned Game of Thrones, the board game. The thing is, the AI takes control of all the mechanics, the rulings, you know, the phases. It does.
0: It sure does. It's like it's like having your own virtual uh, Game Master, which is controlling all the shots. And it goes automatically into everything. So, each phase, each step kind of uh, leads you onto it. Exactly. And especially when it comes to, like, illegal moves...
1: Some, sometimes yeah. in an actual board game, you miss out on them and then realize. <laughs> miss big... out? Uh, you
0: will be looking for those <laughs> illegal
1: moves to get ahead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's called cheating. But like, it's yeah, we courage. don't cheat. We don't no, cheat. No. Um, the thing is, when it comes to the AI system, it, it actually helps you move along quicker. It knows what you should play or what you shouldn't play, so it's kind of all built in. Unfortunately. It, it kind of gets no unfortunately it, it kind of gets straight into the players playing the game straight from the
0: bat straight off the bat you don't really need to waste too much time reading through a lot of rules trying to get the grips because it actually guides you through it i think most of them have like a playthrough
1: step by step to explain the rules for you they actually do yeah uh once in relation to as we mentioned like tabletopia or the board game arena you have to read the rule book
0: you do ha- it kind of gives you a bit more of a feel of the actual physical board game so actually opening the box reading through the rule book and um uh, understanding the game that way and then um at least from steam some of them have the option to just like play through as you said which i to per- personally to be honest i think that's a better feel for me i like to dive in get playing straight away sometimes reading the rules is, is, you know, quite cumbersome.
1: Yeah, I mean, speaking personally, I mean, I suffer from dyslexia. I'm not ashamed to say that. And sometimes reading the rules... You kind of miss a finger there. Don't understand it completely the way you should. Oh so yeah,
0: I mean we've we've played games you and I in person, and we've we've played first game, second game, and making mistakes. You know, Oh, completely. <laughs> yes,
1: I, I think that's kind of where the pros and cons come in about this. So when you have a physical board game, or even in Tabletopia, to be honest, you know, yeah, you can actually miss out on certain rulings, or you, um, you know, you just don't follow through with you, certain that's things. That's very true. Yeah.
0: And you miss maybe some some key mechanics that might make you uh, jump ahead in the game as well, or you misplay those key mechanics, which can cause, especially in some some Euro games, can cause you to lose out on a lot of points. Yeah, definitely.
1: In relation to like the mobile app, because once you have Tabletopia or Board Game Arena or any game from Steam, you actually have a bigger screen, so you have more control there. On that's the mobile, for sure. On the mobile app, if since you have a small screen, you're not appreciating much the game itself, and even the playthrough, it's hard sometimes to kind of touch the things you need to
0: on the. I'm gonna talk for myself, dude, and say that I got a, a little bit big thumbs, you know. And when I'm playing mobile games, sometimes I tend to press some buttons and not others, and that's annoying, especially when I'm trying to learn a new board game like that. Yeah, sometimes you come to the point where it's just like, oh, come on, I,
1: not that, no, why did I press that thing? I didn't want that. To...
0: The frustration is real.
1: <laughs> All right, so let's dive straight into the pros and cons. I'm going to go with the pros and, uh, pros and uh, benefits here. So basically... What I think is good about these digital board games is that you can access them at any point. You can play against AI or even online friends.
0: Oh yeah. So even if uh, let's say we're in the situation right now, right? We can't get friends over because we're in lockdown or we're in quarantine. You can just hop on. You can have a single game with two other AIs. You can have a game online with some random people. You know, you can, you can call your best friend and you can say, Hey, dude, jump on a game and you can play wherever and whenever you are.
1: Actually, that leads me to my second pro, which is that it's going to be easier to host a game where usually you have like transport distance, making it on time, then it's like setting up and all that.
0: Oh, yeah. And you know, guys, when you get a game night, you got food, you got drink, you got takeout to worry about who's cooking, who's preparing stuff. Oh, and... do, do I know that? <laughs> <laughs> we know that for sure. <laughs> so basically, it's easier to kind of host up a game and just,
1: you know, pop on the screen hosts it and get people to join and start the game straight off the
0: bat you know there's no waiting about oh yeah it. it really is like play on the go which is another one of our points and benefits actually exactly which also takes us on to our next point
1: which we already mentioned the ai takes control of all the mechanics Yes, it does. So I guess we we can actually jump that because we kind of already mentioned it. We we, we jumped a bit ahead with
0: that one. We did jump a little bit ahead,
1: but <laughs> All right. that's okay. So let's let's uh, jump on to the cons then. In that case, what I find personally, I'm a collector, but at the same time, when there's a board game that's just been gathering dust for me, like I had... Uh, you feel bad about it. Yeah, so basically,
0: you want someone else to appreciate the game more. It's happened so many times to me where I've purchased a game, a board game, and it's either been really tough to get friends together to play it for the first time or else the rules are a little bit complicated you know and it's a bit daunting for new players to join with with a digital board game people can get on learn the rules have a playthrough especially if it's on that kind of platform and it's it's easier in a sense yeah so but then you have this problem where if you buy it as a digital you can't sell it that is true but hey if you do buy it as a digital then you got something Right?
1: Yeah, but I mean if like for example, let's let's take the rare case scenario, right? I had I remember buying the Seven Wonders mm-hmm. digital version yeah. simply because my wife likes to play that game. She yeah. she passed through all the AI, we played a couple of games together through our mobiles. Eventually we lost interest in it and it's just sitting there It's not that it's exciting sitting there on anymore, my app store
0: and I can't get rid of it. I can't get my money back somehow or <laughs> it you know. Well, oh yeah, that's the thing. You can't you resell these kind of things, you know? It's like with a physical board game, let's say you make an investment and you've got a a something tangible that you have, you know? You lose interest in it. Maybe you can put it in a secondhand store, you know? Yeah, you can even trade it. So You could trade it to to anyone else, but with the digital version, it's not so easy, actually. It's it's there as you said just on your app store, you paid for it. What can you do with it? It's not tangible. Yeah definitely
1: and the thing is it's not it's more of a dislike rather than a con for me it's the fact that you don't get the same feel of a board game you know, when you sit around the table, there's that vibe that you create with friends, you know, you're oh, into it. Oh, for
0: sure. And sometimes, I mean, we love to do this where we've even had music in the background, you know. We, we, we set it up all, all nice. We get the feel of it. we got all the little miniatures and the pieces of the board game set on the table. And it's just immersive, you know. And sometimes um, it's that you're lacking that physical feel, that physical immersion of the board game when you play yeah, online. Even like if you're playing a certain game
1: where you have a traitor on the table... You can actually kind of look around and get a feel from their facial expressions if they're trying to hide something. You call them out and see if anything happens, they get a bit red in the face. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
0: always get caught out in those kind I of games.
1: Mean, I mean, right now, the biggest popular video game, which people have considered it based off a lot of board games, is yeah, Among uh, Us. Among Us, And the thing is this. You have to really take
0: note of how the player is playing more you than do. anything and i've seen like in-depth analysis of these uh, of of among us you know and oh this guy is playing like this so he must be suspicious he must be the the imposter but is but it's not it's not, it's the, not same the same feeling feel when you're sitting down on a table yeah you can see someone who is guilty in front of you at least you yeah. know don't don't see don't right through <laughs> oh <me. laughs> yes you,
1: you you suck at those games in person man. i sure do
0: <laughs> for me that might be a pro you know because it's it's a better for me to play an online version of one of those games and not really get cut out as much with my facial features yeah fair enough it is but again i mean you're not gonna
1: find something like werewolf or resistance online it doesn't really work
0: it doesn't really work i mean uh, it's 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 lacking a lot of interpersonal feel you know that social element yeah I I mean, they are social games, right? They're party games, social games that you're going to need a large group of people. You're going to either do it with your friends or maybe with new people. Um, which kind of loses that social element uh, online. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of something I
1: don't like. The, the online version or the, the digital version more, it loses that whole homely feeling. You're, you're, you know That's what the base of all board games are.
0: In a sense, you're no longer like having a game night where your friends are over. It's not like a social event anymore. It's more just getting through the game. Yeah, you sit down, get into the game, yeah. get your fix, get out, it's done. The whole social aspect of the game, which is which is what I think board games were 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 made for. This you know social social interaction with your friends it just goes out the window. Pretty much, yeah. So heading on to the physical side of things,
1: right? Physical side of things. <laughs> let's get physical. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> physical. All right. So where can you find physical board games? I mean, there's a lot to go around this. Um, you you can...
0: can find them at local game stores. Online. You can purchase them online. Conventions. Oh, conventions are great. Yeah. You can actually, you don't really need to purchase one. You can actually trade. You could, you could do that indeed. You know, take a, take a, even, might not even be a collectible game, but you can take it on, see, see any other people interested in that same genre and you can get new games from there. And the pros of. You know, you know what? Yeah. Before we jump into the pros, sure. I want to just mention that what would you think if we could rent board games? It's been done abroad. I don't think locally where we are like i don't think that there's a community here for it maybe, i had, a, f- maybe I had not. a friend of mine mm-hmm. that tried it i personally might like it because there are a couple of games that you say are fun to play but uh, maybe are too expensive to buy or you just need a particular group of friends you know and if you do purchase it it's just gonna sit on your on your shelf for a long time until you can get the group of friends together to
1: play it yeah and what i like about that idea is renting a board game it's not so expensive like you said at the same time if there's a game that kind of looks interesting or you're judging the the game by its cover oh that happens a (laughs) lot doesn't it and you you kind of play it and you go like this is not what I expected. You don't want to go ahead and spend all that money just to purchase the board game for it to for be needed.
0: something that you don't like,
1: yeah. so, and that happened to me actually. That, it did. yeah. when I bought the World of Warcraft adventure game, my oh, fantasy flight, yeah, it stuck on my shelf for so long until i got someone to buy it off music i really <laughs> did not
0: like it but here we go this is like this is what we were mentioning before about the dislike of the the online games if you had that as an online game you could not have you would have spent that money and it would be still there in your in your store yeah so basically you know? i'm stuck with it yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nothing i can do about it just un- uninstall it at best as i just you know wasted
0: whatever money i spent on it but like this you managed to set it off, maybe get another board game instead of it? Yeah. Which is a pretty good pro, right? Yes, definitely. A big
1: pro when it comes to physical,
0: you know? And that leads us on into a great segue, actually, into the pros and cons of actually owning physical board games.
1: So me personally, I love to collect them for two reasons. Having the actual board game in my library, especially the ones that my friends and I like to play, um, is a big big like and even aesthetically i mean you walk into the living room and the first thing you oh, see oh that's
0: my favorite thing when i walk into your living room <laughs> plus board games i own and everyone's just like guys from floor <laughs> to ceiling i do not lie he's got shelves upon shelves stacked with these beautiful board games and it's just a sight to see yeah definitely and
1: the thing is this i mean i I still have to fix the order that they're placed because the thing is is if you don't put the board games in a certain way on top of each other, one digs into the other and leaves yes. a dent.
0: Oh yeah, I know that. Which I've is got that problem with my man. for sure. I got that problem with my own board game collection actually. And I, I, I recently had to take everything down and stack the boards board games on top of each other in an appropriate way, as you're saying, to keep, you know, protect the top of the covers, make sure they don't sink and dip in. Yeah. The, the one thing is,
1: when you're owning a physical board game, by the way, guys, and this is a big tip, make sure you're buying the right shelving for it. Because I bought myself a wooden shelf, which could not take the weight
0: of board games. Oh, it tends and to
1: dip, doesn't it? it yes. It, you see the wood, especially, just bend and almost crack off.
0: And that's, that's not a pretty sight when you see your board games or the, 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 the games that you've spent your hard earned money on, your little babies, if you can call them that. Definitely. You know, <laughs> you want them to be safe and protected. Yeah. And then, so I guess. It
1: can be a con in a way. It can be a bad thing because if you don't have place where to store, as if you
0: don't have the space to store your games, yeah, I that's, mean that's going to be a problem. If you're if you guys are buying games because you're collectors or you want to be collectors like us, that's it's a pretty big con if you ask me. You know, if you have to make I sure was, you have the space for it. Yeah, I was living in a.
1: You came over to my small apartment. I did. I did. When when not not the one I'm in now. I mean, now was much bigger. So. You had
0: much more space for it. Yeah, before, when I had like.
1: He had just like three rooms, you know, small living room, small kitchen, bedroom, done. And that's it, right? So then you're trying to fit all your board games on this one?
0: All, all the board, and he didn't even have all his board games there, guys. No, I had to. I had to keep some at my parents' place. Oh yeah. So, so. remember, keep uh, keep space for these board games because a game might come out now and it's um and it's just one box, and then maybe in a couple of months' time an expansion is released, and that's another box, and some more expansion. That's more boxes. I have one game which is four huge boxes. You know Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. Oh yeah, I love that game but it's huge it doesn't even fit on the shelves that i have space for my board game <laughs>
1: and sometimes i guess the fitting of the way they go on the shelves also i the thing is is i like to stack them on top of each other mm-hmm. there i've seen people stack them side by side oh i i hate that i, I don't like can't that do that not unless you have the right uh packaging inside
0: maybe you get someone
1: to customize
0: i mean if you can packaging. have a if you got a friend who you know 3d print stuff or maybe a 3d printed placement for all the miniatures or the cards or the components inside the board game you know if if everything isn't even foam
1: cuttings i like foam cuttings better i commissioned a guy to actually design the Sparta's blood and treachery inputs which was pretty decent however because of the cards specifically Mm -hmm. if you don't kind of put them in a box or tie them with a rubber band or something the minute they go sideways you have all the cars spreading around you yeah. know, and they mix and it's really unpleasant so I guess this is one of the cons of actually having a physical copy but it's of not it, yeah. it's no big deal I mean when you're traveling around that's another kind of con about it but the fact that it can get damaged
0: it can get damaged I mean there are specific carrier cases but again these are, are uh, you know it's an expense like when you have a digital board game everything is in your library it's in one place it's in a file and a folder on your PC that's fine you can carry your PC around right? well if you have have a laptop or I I, I wouldn't carry my desktop Uh, on this lab party.
1: (laughs) You know, definitely (laughs) not gonna do that. It's going to be one of those moments where you um you gotta be careful. You want to protect your stuff.
0: You do want to protect your stuff. I mean you pay money for it. So
1: this may add as a con if it if you're on a budget, if you don't have enough money to buy the board game and buy the relevant protective stuff for your content it's going to cost you more
0: okay but i Cause, mean
1: cuz an extra few euros to to the thing the thing is this if you're going to protect your cards you're going to protect your miniatures make sure they're in the right casing right boxing like you said you can get someone to you know you can commission. 3d
0: print you can commission you can get foam you can make it yourself if you're a little bit of a it's, diyer it's one thing to
1: have you know, um, stuff protected, and it's fine. You just remove the protection, replace it. It's another thing that you have to actually buy part of the game. Yeah. If not the whole game itself again. So that's going to be costing you double.
0: Double indeed. I mean, sure, you might have a... a, But I mean, well, no, I wouldn't want to to, uh, have to spend double just to replace a couple of pieces actually thinking about it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
1: don't get me wrong, online, eBay, and other... Plat- selling platforms online do sell individual parts yeah but I mean if you can protect everything from the beginning
0: right it's, it's better
1: yeah definitely but there's this problem that if you don't you're gonna damage them if you do it's gonna cost you money well isn't so, that with
0: everything dude yeah definitely I mean
1: <laughs> you're gonna kind of it depends on how much of a heavy board gamer you are how often you have game nights you know yep. who, how,
0: how how you you're, store them? how you're traveling with the board games as well I mean I knew a guy, he would keep his practically entire board game library in the boot of his car, because he was the go-to guy for, you know, game nights. And he would, I remember, he would always keep all his games in the boot of his car for whenever he needed. Um... I wouldn't personally do that. I, I saw the mini heart attack I, there just I, hearing that. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, because, you know, when you're moving around, I mean, the heat, okay. The heat from the sun on the car might warp, uh, the, the, the cardboard. You know, some of the miniatures might get damaged. Even the packaging of the, it's, it's no, it's a no. No, no I'm, way. I'm sorry. No if, way. <laughs> dude, if you're listening in and you, you know that we're talking about you, I'm sorry, man. Getting back to
1: the, um, Pros and cons, uh, mostly we're discussing like what, what's the disadvantage here. I think the biggest one next would be it's not easy to get a group of people to meet up and play the board game.
0: For sure. I mean, we did mention this a little bit earlier when we were talking about the the pros and cons for the digital board games. But yeah, even in the best of times when there is no pandemic, when there is no social distancing rules, you know, everybody has their own thing. They have timetables. They're busy with work, with school. And the older you get, it just gets harder and harder. It just
1: gets harder. Trying to match your schedule with everyone else's free time. It's like, where did all my free time go? You know what I mean? I just want to go back to when I was a teenager. I had nothing oh. to do. You know, it's just like board game every day. You know? Game
0: every day. That's the dream. That was, yeah.
1: That's now, the dream. Now I was, uh, you know, wife, kids, and all that. Yeah, it's a, a bit more difficult for you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from a personal experience, uh, not to bore anyone, but the fact that I can't have a proper board game night and, you know, immerse yourself in the game just because we have to stay so quiet because of the kids Because the
0: kid is sleeping in the next room. Oh my god, that was a nightmare I mean, she's, she's a cutie She's fun, but it goes back to what we were saying About protection, you know um <laughs> protection no good <laughs> I mean, I mean for your cards, you dirty minded little guy I mean for cards because yeah, you know you know you got people eating maybe greasy fingers, but you also got your little toddler who wants to come up and be part of the game so sleeve those cards definitely
1: again about the meeting up though even trying to find events to go to you know locally, I don't think anybody does that many events um yeah, locally it's kind of like a, once a month we we used to do board games once a month. And our friends from Pandemonium used to do once a month.
0: Shout out to Pandemonium. Hey,
1: guys. It was getting easier for people to kind of jump in. They don't even have to rent a board game. They just pay yeah, the it entrance was,
0: fee. It was great because anyone who didn't have such a large you know, collection that uh, that we do could just wa- walk in, pay the entrance, pick up and play a board game. Um, but I,
1: I always got the same excuses from some people. It's like, oh, I can't on that day. Or can you move it to another day? or um.
0: Maybe next time. You and can't it- please everyone, you know? And, uh, I mean, that's, that's the, some of the things. Sure, board games are great. They they in- improve the, the social interaction, you know? And then it boils down to whether people actually want to come and play. Because, I mean, if you do want to come, you're going to find time to come, right? Yeah, definitely. You, even if it takes time off work, you're going to want to just jump right if into If you that. want it so bad, <laughs> you will go. You will pick up a game of... Whatever it is, and kick butt. Yeah.
1: I think the way to go about this more than anything, because I I did mention earlier on, is like we do want to discuss how we go
0: about these cons, is you kind of want to plan beforehand. You do want to plan beforehand. I mean, the more time you have planning, the more, you know, the more people know about the dates beforehand, the more they can get ready sort of you know leave that I day mean, free with, plan for yeah, it yeah definitely i mean with, with us especially i mean you're you're my closest
1: friend right we definitely plan a week before and we when it comes to public events that we used to do i remember we used to plan a month beforehand
0: a month in advance so, i remember we started our first our first event was a few months beforehand actually you know oh yes that, for that. the biggest event we tried to achieve it was awesome But then after that, we had, you know, it was from one event, it finishes the next day, we start planning for the next one to make sure that people can come in.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately... Currently, 2020 is providing us with the biggest challenge, which is a pandemic, which we can't do any more events.
0: And social well, distancing c- is yeah.
1: Well, I guess you could pandemonium try to pull it off. I know another group that tried to pull it off. I don't, I can't remember their name. Right Shout now.
0: out to you guys if you're
1: listening. Uh, yeah, I'm really sorry for not remembering <laughs> your name. Uh, whatever you go by, which did it small tables small number of people big distance between tables and you have to always sanitize your hands and wear the face mask before you sit down here's i think you have to keep all that
0: for sure here i think is another con actually i mean if we're going to be moving forward with everything all these rules and regulations from the pandemic you know it might be a new norm what are board games going to be like i mean you have to move pieces. You have to interact with other guys. Are you gonna just every second you touch a piece going to sanitize your hands? It's it's what is that? That I guess that's a, a con for board games. Yeah, and then it's the thing is is when you
1: look at bigger companies and you see what they're doing about about this, it seems like they're looking
0: at digital as a new way to play. Digital, is, well, I mean, look, digital is the future we have to kind of understand that C- big companies know it you know we've seen it in in consoles we've seen it on pc there very few people are putting out physical you know video games actually now it's all digital downloads so it might even be the future for board games it breaks my heart it does because i love to walk into that room see that floor to ceiling collection stack of board games <laughs> i'm not
1: getting rid of my collection just because of the stupid pandemic Come i'm on. not <laughs> getting rid of
0: my collection either but this is a might be the future and we have to prepare for that yeah i guess that's the way they're going about it but again i mean we just gotta wait and see you know what you know what could be a good way forward is mixing both physical and digital board games together
1: well they're already doing that and actually it's one of the topics that i do want to discuss how the way it is right now let's let's talk about the way it is right now board games like mansions of madness
0: mansions of madness
1: it has an ai so you don't need to follow the rules, it actually helps you set up quicker. It's almost like a game master, you know? Like, instead of... So they're already introducing a hybrid, for sure, if you would. You still need to be in person though.
0: You do need to be in person, actually. That's true. That's true.
1: So again, the hybrid that we're we're saying about here is, it still falls on the physical copy of the game. Physical copy, More than the digital. Of course, because you're still going to have the board. Yeah, the, the digital does nothing, but replaces the guy who manages the rules in that game
0: let's say the game master
1: for yeah definitely we could definitely call him a game master for this purposes in fact second edition introduced that for that reason to replace the game master so there's no mistakes it just kind of does that job so, let's head back here because we did go astray a bit from the physical <laughs> side of things. That's um, okay,
0: dude. I mean, look, it's a natural conversation nope, we're having here. It's, definitely. It's, it's great to keep things moving and keep things so going. So, what,
1: what I like about having physical is the fact you can collect, you can appreciate the work put into it, and the socialization overall. But I guess we can emphasize from these three points that I really appreciate the work they put into it. I'd say... I love the work that they put into it. For sure. I mean, can you imagine a board game without seeing certain artwork, seeing certain figurines?
0: You know, sometimes it is the deciding factor for me on whether I buy a board game or not, because they've got some amazing miniatures out there, you know, and it doesn't feel the same as looking at it on a screen. I mean, sure, you've got some great VFX artists out there trying to put these pictures all together, you know, and 3D models and renderings, but... Imagine a miniature printed, you know, you can feel it if you want, you can paint them, you can get artistic yourself with it. I think that encompasses a whole new realm, you
1: know? Definitely. So the hard work that's put into this, I'm not saying that in digital there's no hard work, it's definitely something else. But when you start looking down at like designing the cards, designing the artwork for the board, miniature printing, you know, that takes in a whole different art itself. It when you're online, you don't appreciate it as much.
0: Maybe maybe it's just because we're oldies, you know, and we like the traditional, you know, pen and paper kind of feel of thing.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, what is what does that tell us about the future gen?
0: Future generation of gaming. I mean, well, gamers, for our specific, actually.
1: yeah, for our specific hobby, though. You for know, board
0: games. I mean, look, I I'd, I'd say as long as there are people interested in, let's say the hard work, the art style, you know, the, the the physicality of the board games, I think that there will always be a an interest. I mean, sure, it might not be as cool and as flashy as some of the VFX that you see in today's board game I mean to video games. I mean, some of the graphics are insane. Yeah, definitely, you know, but it still doesn't beat the feel of pen, you know, like just, just miniature f- feeling, moving it, moving around the physical board. It's, um, nostalgic sometimes, you know, it's like, I think about my, my my childhood days when we used to sit down and, and play with that thing. And you, can't, I, I you think, can't change that. I think we can even see it with the most
1: basic board games that are traditional board games. Something like Clue, or some people know it as Cluedo. Yes. When they replace the miniature, which is colored for your pawn, mm-hmm. to an actual 3D printed model of what that person should look like. Mm-hmm. makes all the difference it just takes it to a whole new level for me
0: it's a whole new level of immersion
1: don't get me wrong the game itself stays the same they added a few other mechanics to kind of speed it up because maybe it takes too long but other than that the fact that those miniatures came out has made me want to buy that version even more
0: well that's the board game collector and you dude I know <laughs> <laughs> you know uh,
1: physically again this that's a physical aspect when it comes digitally I meant to say, if it wasn't for digital, I don't think I, w- I would have been able to, one, learn the rules for certain board games as quick as I did. And second of all, I don't think, especially during this period of time, going back, revising, I wouldn't have been able to play certain games, you know? Yeah. Especially, like, my favorite game, the one thing that I really wanted to play, the bit, but just prior a few weeks prior mm-hmm. to the lockdown being announced oh yeah yeah you know, the I first remember. lockdown i'm saying the first time covid just broke out is the the game of thrones the board game i was so itching to get a group together we
0: were we were dying to play you know coming up with 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 who to play with who would be the perfect people to like go really strategic in this in this game and um and then lockdown hit and that yeah. was a big you know, door in the face kind of. So
1: I guess digital does help in certain aspects. I don't think it's going to take over the board game hobby completely.
0: I mean, we have played that Game of Thrones digital version quite a few times, but I'd say we've played physical versions of of board games much more even through now. Definitely.
1: So, which is better? I think they both have their different sides of it, pros and cons. One's better in
0: one aspect; the other one's better in another. Uh, I don't think we can versa. say that one is better than the other nope, because they not. they they inhabit two different spaces you know they're there for their own reasons they're there for their own um, maybe even own set of collectors you know you might have a digital board uh, digital version collector compared yep. to a physical version collector but I think that we your hosts Donchap and magic man are more in tune with the physical side and we're going to be like that for quite a while
1: uh yeah we, we try not to be biased here when we come to this we passive. really tried not to but thank you very much for listening guys this is the end of our podcast
0: i hope you enjoyed listening to our first ever episode and we'll get to making another one soon and we'll see you guys well. You'll hear us and next week. Definitely. If you do
1: like our content, please go ahead and subscribe, follow on all forms of social media where you find us.
0: Like, share, subscribe, all of that jazz. Thank you so much. It helps us out big time. Thank you very much. Have a good one.